Hey besties, welcome back to Parked Car Combos. I am, I'm your host, Maddie Mitchell. So good to have you back. Um, I have this really fun thing on my microphone right now. It's this, it kind of makes me feel like a, like a rock star, but it's supposed to make the audio sound better. So if I sound stunningly amazing when I sing now, don't be alarmed. It's still me guys. It's still me. Don't worry. Um, okay, I'm going to stop singing. So please don't leave. <laughs> I'm going to stop singing. I promise. Um, yeah, what's up? It's currently, I'm literally filming this the night before I post it. Um, filming, recording, I'm recording this because God forbid I, God forbid I film something, right? In the car. God forbid I do what the podcast was intended to do. That'd be so crazy. Um, little life update. I've, my hair's blonder right? And you can't tell because you literally can't see me, but but just picture me, but like prettier and blonder, right? And skinnier and prettier and just more fun. And she looks good and she looks happy, right? Picture that girl. That's basically me right now. It's basically me. Um, except, you know, with a few modifications, but my hair's blonder and I'm obsessed with it and I love it. And it's kind of everything. It's kind of the moment. Um, but but it doesn't matter because you guys can't see. Maybe I'll I'll probably post something on the Instagram about it. The Instagram's at parkedcarcombos.pod. Don't forget to follow that if you aren't following it. Um, and yeah, I kind of just wanted to talk today about basically whatever crossed my mind. I didn't really have anything planned because I have an actual planned episode that I'm going to post later this week, which is going to be really funny and it's going to be really fun. So you should definitely listen to that episode, even if you hate this one. I love selling myself short. It's honestly cute and wholesome for me. But anyways, so today I just kind of wanted to chat because basically, um, let's see, my life right now consists of a lot of a lot of LinkedIn. And the thing is, is whenever my life goes through a time when I'm on LinkedIn too much, I turn into an insane person, right? And um, that's kind of happening. And it's, you know, it's bad when I have been to therapy in a few weeks and like it shows. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like my therapist is texting me like, girl, what's going on? And I'm like, I know. And that's all I say. Then that's it. It's like, what? Like, schedule the appointment, Maddie. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, so instead, I just thought I could use this as kind of like an interim, you know, therapy session. I hope you guys don't mind. Thank you so much for allotting me this space. Um, And if you're my therapist listening to this, please text me again to schedule an appointment because I just keep forgetting. I really do. I should honestly do it right now. But okay, it's fine. Whatever. Um, So my life, my life is kind of a whirlwind at the moment a whirlwind of what I was about to say was just so dark and I don't even I don't even mean it I'm just in a silly goofy mood I promise like I'm literally fine I'm just like so dramatic and I'm filled with a little bit of existential dread at the moment do you know what I'm saying a little bit like filled to the brim with existential dread and I just day in and day out I'm applying to jobs and do you know what that does to a person's soul hint hint it's not good uh what no um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm really doing well. It's fine. But if you were also to ask me, Maddie, are you doing well at the moment? The answer would be no. Do you see, do you kind of catch my drift here? Thank you. Um, I'm like pretty much to put it lightly. I'm like this close to going off the grid. And I don't mean just like getting a van and traveling around. I mean like going into the Alaskan wilderness and no one ever hearing from me again. I mean, like, I'll be fine. I'll be like, 
hiking and eating berries and uh, you know, on second thought, I'm never going to do that because let's face it, I wouldn't last a day. I actually think about that a lot because my dad watches a lot of Alaskan wilderness shows and we always joke about how like he's going to leave us and go off the grid one day. Um, not in like a morbid way, like he's not going to, but we always joke about that. And like my dad now, because of all of the TV that he's watched about it, he literally could and he could survive. And we could literally never hear from him again if he so chose to do so, which he won't. Okay. But that the point being, I wouldn't last a day. Like, I like to think in, like, the Hunger Games. I like to think I could have lasted in the Hunger Games. But I know myself. I could not have. I could not have. I would have been the person that's dead instantly. You know, when they, like, the timer goes, what does the timer go off? That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound remotely right. They, it like counts down. And then you know that there's the people that died instantly before they could even make it off their platform. That would have been me, unfortunately. But hey, at least I would have been in an award-winning movie. So that would have been cool. Um, unless it was real life, in which case I would have been terrified, um, but also dead. So it doesn't matter, I guess. Um, Anyways, I kind of went down this rabbit hole during quarantine where I watched all the Hunger Games movies, all the Divergent movies, all the Twilight movies. I just was like watching all of the the sagas, you could say, and I kind of loved it. I don't know what was in the air when all those movies came out, but it was like a whole different time in my life. I was a whole new person and I loved that. And reliving that, I just felt like, wow, I need to go like learn how to fight people. Do you ever get that feeling? Like you just want to learn how to become like the most badass person ever? Well, I do. And then I lift a weight and then I realize "Mm, I'm probably not cut out for that lifestyle, but that's fine to each their own. And I'm not that person, right? Um, anyways, what was I talking about? Therapy, right? So I need to schedule a therapy appointment, but I'm not going to. Um, also, I guess a little bit about me. I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy for two, two years now. Um, I have an amazing therapist. She's the bomb.com. She's very nice. She's very young. She's very cool. Um, she's basically everything I'm not, except, well, I'm not old. So I guess I have that going for me. Um, but I would also like to tell you about the time that I had a therapist when I was younger. It was the worst experience of my life. I had crippling anxiety this summer going into eighth grade. Now I'm sure you can imagine what that was like. Literally the worst time of your life going into eighth grade. Are you kidding? Literally that is horrible. That in and of itself, horrible. The fact that I randomly developed, (laughs) randomly developed, bitch, you've had this since you were five. I don't know. I don't know where I got off saying that. The fact that I, I had this like random spurt though. It was very random of cute little panic disorder, cute little, um, generalized anxiety spike constantly. A bitch was worried. A bitch was worried constantly. She, and she didn't even know what she was worried about. She was just always worried. Right. And it got to the point where my mom and dad were like, we don't know what to do. So you're going to go see a therapist. And I was like, "Mm, okay, I guess. I I didn't know what a therapist did. I didn't know what a therapist was. I didn't know what the point of this was, right? And so my parents went to go meet the therapist first, right? They did like a little consultation with the therapist just to see if she could, you know, if she was the right person to deal with some of the problems that I was going through and Um, to, you know, so my parents could meet her and see if I would like her and all that jazz, you know, 
maybe you don't know. Maybe you you were normal when you were in eighth grade. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably weren't. So, so take that. Um, anyways, my parents went to, went to meet this lady and they came back. They're like, oh, you're going to like her. She's really nice. She has a British accent. I don't know why the fuck they thought that would entice me. But to be honest, it kind of did. I was like, OK, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. She's British. She's fun. Uh, she's nice. Yeah, they failed to mention this woman should have re- been retired. She was elderly, ancient. And the last person that little seventh grade me wanted to deal with, seventh grade, eighth grade me wanted to deal with was this old British woman. And, you know, the fact that she was British was a plus at first, but then you combine it with the fact that she's old as fuck. And it just makes it so much worse. Like, I'm like, I don't want to go talk about my generalized anxiety disorder with the queen. And that's the only person I had to equate her to. Right. Because she was old and British. I don't know any other old British women. Right. It's just the queen, I think. So anyways, uh, her name was Val. I have no problem dropping her name because mm, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Her name's Val and she was very nice. But she just didn't know a goddamn thing. She didn't know a goddamn thing about teenagers, preteens. Was I a preteen? I was, yeah, it was like 12. God, I was 12 going to this elder, like a grandmother figure. That's horrible. Um, I already was like, no one understands me. And then my parents are like, bet, we'll send you to literally the Queen of England for your therapy. And I'm like, okay, great. That should go over perfectly. So I remember I was trying to be like an angsty teen. And I do say trying to be because I that was something I had to force. I was not that person. I was not that kid, right? I was like, I don't know. I was not that kid. I was I was like a good, I was a good, normal, like well-behaved, polite child. So I went to my first therapy appointment. And I remember I kind of had to like force being that angsty kid. And I did. And the first appointment, she was like, so why do you think you're here? Which let's just say one thing if like because when I started therapy two years ago because I was having just a mountain of problems in my life that was very different because it was my decision to go to therapy it was my my willingness to do so right which is a whole other thing because when you want to go to therapy I feel like therapy is good when you were forced by your parents to go to therapy at age 12 and your therapist is basically the queen of fucking England no, that's not fun. That's not fun for anyone, right? So I go to therapy. She's like, so when do you think you're here? We're, we're talking, we're chatting. I'm basically telling her my deepest, darkest fears, but like not really. I'm, you know, people, if you're in therapy, you know this, but if you, if you're not, I'm sure you can understand that even though you're supposed to like tell your therapist like everything and like all your feelings, there's still some things that you like don't want to say out loud to your therapist, you know? And I remember I was very much in that state of like, I don't even know if I like want to say these things to you. Like I genuinely do not know who you are as a human. So like, mm, maybe not, you know? And I remember the first day I was there, we played this little board game. And it was, it was actually fun. It was kind of like a get to know you game, but like for children in therapy, um, like it was a therapy specific game. It was like a cognitive behavioral therapy game. So that was fun. Um, because I remember I asked my mom after to order it because I wanted to play that game with my mom. And then she was like, I can't, (laughs) it's literally a game for therapy. And I was like, Oh, okay. I feel like a loser now. Um, And so I went to Val for a few sessions, a few, like maybe 10, I don't know. I think it was weekly. 
and I would go and I hated her office. I hated it so much. There's something about a therapist's office that it either just hits or it misses. And this therapist's office missed every single time. I would go and she was the only therapist in this office too. So I would go and I would sit in the little waiting room and she would have all the sound machines on. So, you know, you couldn't hear inside because, you know, confidentiality and all that. And it was like the worst vibes. And then I would just go sit on this couch and like literally not know what to say. And I'm not even being dramatic. This woman was really bad at being a therapist. I would say certain things to her and she'd be like, well, that probably won't happen. Uh, bitch, do you think I don't know that? Like, yeah, that's kind of the whole point. Uh, what do you, I know. And that always just kind of rubbed me the wrong way for your own therapist, for the fucking queen of England to invalidate your feelings. That shit hits different. Anyways, so I fucking hated Val. She was a wench. Is that, is that mean to say? I don't know. She was a wench though. So hated Val, invalidated my feelings, didn't help me with anything. Like everything I, I, I got through that time of my life, but fully on my own accord, not with any help from Val. I attribute none of my emotional success to Val. So then I, and that was, she was technically my first therapist, but I absolutely did make my middle school guidance counselor therapist number one. Um, she was my tried and true gal. She was a queen among queens. Um, until I actually found out recently that she did cheat on her husband with, with another school employee. And that did kind of crush my spirit a little bit because she was, I don't know, she was supposed to be one of, one of the good ones, you know, I'm really just spilling the tea about literally every therapist figure I've had in my life. But okay. So then, uh, let's fast forward to two years ago. I was, it was actually, it was in like July. So almost two years ago, exactly. I was in a time in my life where I was feeling, mm, what's the word, just miserable and terrified. I was going back to school for my senior year of college, and my senior year of college is kind of notorious in my life for being uh, the worst time of my life, right? It was terrible. Start to finish, bad, 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 bad. And going into senior year, I knew it was going to be bad because I had had a bunch of beef with these girls at school who were so mean um, and really disliked me. And I knew full well that they were going to attempt to make my life a living hell. And uh, to my credit, they did do that. So I wasn't even being dramatic. Um, but anyways, I knew I was going to be so stressed out going back to school and just like so miserable and it genuinely consumed me with anxiety on a daily basis, just thinking about it. And we were like two months out at this point and I'm still sitting around every single day like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I decided I wanted to go see a therapist and maybe deal with some of the things that I was, you know, feeling. And so I looked up how to get a therapist. I was like on all these different sites and I actually, the person I reached out to, she actually owned this like office of therapists. What do you call it? Like a therapist company? That doesn't sound right. But she like had this office with a bunch of therapists in it. So I reached out to her to like see if she was taking clients and she wasn't, but she recommended me to one of the women who worked with her. And that's how I met my therapist. That's how I met your mother. Um, no, that's how I met my therapist. And she's a queen. Um, and I went in for my first time and <laughs> this is actually so funny and also like largely in part exemplifies the reason that I was in therapy because 
I remember going to my first therapy appointment and I at the time was working a retail job and babysitting. I was working at The Gap, which was so cute. Why did I love working in retail? I feel like that's wrong, but I loved it. And if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Um, so I was working at The Gap and my therapist's office was like right near there. So I think I was going, I was going there right after I had worked a shift at The Gap and, um, which is totally irrelevant. I just felt like saying that, but this was the thing. I was going to the office and I had this, like, I guess I just watched too much true crime and criminal minds and all those shows. I had fully convinced myself. This is so embarrassing to me. I had fully convinced myself that this therapist's office was actually a front for human trafficking. <laughs> Like, do you see why I need therapy? And so I had fully convinced myself that I was going to, because it was in this like um, business park. So there was like all these little buildings um, with different offices. Like there was doctor's offices in there. There was like accounting offices, like law firms, like all these little businesses were in this park. And it was like kind of a maze to like get through this place. And I was like, I'm going to walk into this building and there will not be a therapist there. There will be the good old human, human trafficker. Um, yeah, a human trafficker, cute. Um, and I'm going to get snatched and this is going to be it for me. And that's what I convinced myself right before walking into my therapist appointment. So again, suffice it to say, it was a good thing I was there (laughs) and I walked into the first appointment and I was like, hi. And she was like, hi, she was so nice. She's like, so you know, why did you, why did you want to come to therapy? And I told her my whole life story, because if there's nothing, if there's nothing in this world that I am not better at, wait, does that make sense? There's nothing in this world. Okay. I'll just say this. There's nothing in this world that I am better at than talking about myself. Yes. Round of applause for me. Um, yeah. So I was like, sure, bitch, I'll tell you anything you want. And I just spilled my entire life story. I was like, I'm anxious as fuck. I'm, I'm miserable. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm doing. And she was like, okay, so it's a good thing you're here. And I was like, yes, it is. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of how I got back into therapy, which was kind of fun. So basically what I'm getting at is that therapy is a lot more fun um, when you want to go and when you're willing and able to go and you're not being forced by your parents to go see Queen Elizabeth as your therapist. Um, Yeah, but I highly recommend if you want to go to therapy, you should. You definitely should. Um, I currently pay out of pocket for therapy, which is, to put it lightly, out of pocket. Like, why am I doing that? Um, but that's just like one of the many things wrong with our country right now that I don't feel like getting into. Um, so yeah, that is the story of how I came to be in therapy. Um, and it has helped me a lot. It was actually funny because as I described, you know, the first months of me going to therapy was like the two months leading up to my senior year of college where I've, I've just said I was terrified. I was not having fun. I was like literally petrified of what was going to happen to me when I finally got to school. And, you know, we kind of started working out, okay, like what are those worst case scenarios? Like what are like the things that could possibly happen, you know, that would scare you, that would, you know, that the things that you worry about like at night that you think about that could possibly happen. All those worst case scenarios, let's get them out. And I said, okay. And I told her all of that. 
and you know we have one of those like cute little conversations where like okay well these things probably won't happen guess what they all did (laughs) and I went back to therapy every single week and I said guess what happened this week and it was really fun for me not at all (laughs) I'm kidding it was not fun um but yeah I'm really glad that I had a therapist during that time in my life because otherwise I would have um withered away I think is a good way to put it and that's not even me being dramatic in the slightest um uh, yeah I can I can get into all that another time because that's just depressing but um yeah therapy equals good and it was really good last year during COVID um it's been really good and I've lost my three jobs when um I graduated in the middle of the pandemic that just wasn't English but we're gonna pretend it was graduated in the middle of a pandemic thank you sis for enunciating so it's it's been a whirlwind to say the least but um we're here we're on this journey and it honestly the thing is crazy because a lot of people say it's so hard to find a good therapist and I'm also a very picky person in general about like other people. It's a problem I'm working on in therapy, but but it's funny because I literally, um, me and my therapist clicked right away and I literally have never had an issue. I've never like the, after the first day I was like, mm, that's fine. I think it was because we talked about astrology the first day. I was like, Oh, I'm a Taurus. So I'm stubborn and I hate change. And she was like, I get that. And I was like, thank you. She's a Scorpio queen. So we get along very well. Um, that doesn't hurt. I did ask her her astrology sign on the first day too. So we think we just got a lot out in the open and she kind of understood who I was and I understood who she was and it was great. Um, okay. Enough talk about therapy, but I also, kind of I don't know wait okay guys I also thought of another pet peeve that I forgot to tell you about last time and I literally don't know how because it's actually one of the biggest ones um which is saying a lot seeing as how heated I got last time about all of the other ones I said but this one's a big one okay people who are obsessed with Venmo requesting you like to the exact scent of of what you owe them and here's the thing here's the thing I'm good for it okay I I will double I'll double it I'll round up like I think generally speaking as a rule of thumb if someone's like oh it comes out to like nine dollars and fifteen cents each I'll just Venmo you twelve I mean twelve <laughs> me being so bad at math on this podcast like a trend um no but I I'll round up to ten like I'm not I don't know but so let me this comes with the story because obviously it does right so in college there was this girl who I was friends with for a brief time um she was she was fun we'll call her we'll call her Lily and Lily I would go to her room well so her the house that she lived at would always have parties so I would go like pregame with them and basically just stay there for the most for the rest of the night and then we would always stay after everyone left and we would order pizza from this pizza place right and it was so fun and and I'll never forget that one time Lily uh like she would so she'd order the pizza and she'd be like um okay so it's like five dollars and 35 cents each right because we'd split it between a bunch of people and keep in mind it is like 2 30 in the morning right and I'd be like okay great like I'll Venmo you 
because like my phone would be dead or eat like and I'm good for it I would see this girl every single day like we would get dinner together with all of our friends so it was not like I was trying to get out of memoing her right it's just I'm hammered it's 2 30 in the morning uh, like you really want me to get on my phone right now and Venmo you $5.35? Like, will that make a difference? I don't, I don't know. And so, um, it was one night and like I said, my phone had died and she's like, oh, you can just charge it over there. <laughs> she literally made me charge my phone so I could Venmo her $5.35 for the pizza before I ate it. It was insane. And that, as if that wasn't bad enough, she also did this one time she had a guy over one night and then we were all hanging out with him the next day and she mentioned he they were talking about how they had gotten pizza the night before right and he was like she she was like yeah and he didn't even Venmo me for it which I was first of all just like cringing at because like the way she said it I was just like I mean it's fine if you want to like get your money but like just relax a little you know what I'm saying and she he was like he was like what do you mean I did Venmo you and so then I'm like oh this is juicy like what's about to happen and she was like she was like, yeah, but you only Venmoed me $9 and you definitely ate more pieces than I did. I just about combusted right there on the spot because she literally wanted him to like Venmo her like per piece that he had of the pizza. The most psychotic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I was genuinely scared. So people like that scare me. And again, it's not because I'm trying to get out of paying you. It's not for anything like that. I get it. But you scare me. So... that's a really that's a really big one for me um and if you know people like that then I'm sure you understand but I'm not gonna Venmo you nine dollars and nine cents for the pizza I'm not doing that just round up it's fine it's fine I I literally am unemployed and broke and I'm like no it's fine I'll Venmo you ten dollars for it like I'm not Venmo you nine dollars and nine cents because I'm not a psychopath and I live by that so I, I don't know. I guess that kind of makes me better than everyone, but it's fine. Um, so that was just another thing I wanted to catch you guys up on and fill you in on. What else was I going to say? Oh, I was going to kind of run through a list of things that are making me happy, you know, just because I'm being so depressing right now. Um, I've been reading a lot of books, a lot, a lot of books. I stumbled up upon um, book talk on TikTok recently. I mean, I've always been like kind of in the loop on there, but recently it's just all over my For You page. So I'm constantly bombarded with book recommendations and I'm constantly going to Barnes and Noble because the vibes at Barnes and Noble are next level, top tier, just immaculate, immaculate, right? And immaculate, that's with an E, not an I. That's how good it is. Um, but every time now that it rains, I find myself meandering the aisles of Barnes and Noble. It's so bizarre. I look at my window, it's raining. Boom. Next thing I know, I'm in Barnes and Noble. What? How did I get there? Right? It's so weird. It's just like the, the, the vibes of a rainy day and Barnes and Noble line up way too well for me to not be in Barnes and Noble when it rains. Does that make sense to anyone else? I feel like it does. I feel like that's not just me. Um, and this has also been like one of the rainiest summers. So yeah, I'm there a lot. And they have this cute little book talk table in the front where they put out all the books that are like popular on TikTok, which is a good thing for me because they're easy to find. But it's also very embarrassing when I walk in and immediately can just find 
the three books that I wanted to get sitting right there on the front table that says book talk on it that I'm like am I this embarrassing so then I usually feel like I have to wander around which I mean I like like I said so many times I just love walking around there anyways but then I always feel like I have to buy another book to be like no I'm an individual I have my own thoughts and opinions I'm an original human being I don't just buy books that people on the internet strangers on the internet tell me to buy I'm better than that right and uh, come to find out I'm not better than that but I mean who's gonna tell them right so yeah I have a lot of um books that I've been reading that are really good that's been really fun for me similarly Trader Joe's is hitting different um I guess it's just because I have nowhere to be and just wandering those aisles feels really good and I would like to say because I've been a Trader Joe's stan since I was a child I used to love going to Trader Joe's as a kid because they would have the free samples and I loved that so much and I would always then if I liked it I would like force my mom to buy whatever the sample was um so I've always loved that store right and now that I'm an adult, I love it even more because I spend my own money on fun things that I want to buy that my mom wouldn't have let me bought when I was a child. But I just feel like there's like this weird connotation with like, if you like Trader Joe's, that you are the everything but the bagel seasoning type of I love Trader Joe's. And that's not me. That is not who I am at my core. I don't like the everything but the bagel seasoning. And does that make me unique, different, again, better than everyone? I think a little bit. I do. I do. But um, yeah, so I'm not that type of Trader Joe's girl. I'm not. I do buy the really cute Trader Joe's tote bags that I bring with me. Um, I literally love everything in that store ex- except for the seasoning. Weirdly enough, maybe it's just because it's so overdone and I'm like trying to be unique. That could be it. But I just don't think it's very flavorful. I don't. I love all of their frozen food. Is It's all amazing. Literally all hits. No misses. Um, their sourdough bread is phenomenal. Uh, all of their cheeses are really good. Although there is a caramelized onion cheddar cheese that I would highly recommend. What has this episode turned into? I just forgot what I was doing and where I was, to be honest. Um, Trader Joe's is amazing. Barnes and Noble is amazing. If you ever are having a bad day, go to either of those locations and instant serotonin boost. I guarantee it pretty much, pretty much. I'm not going to like fully guarantee it because I mean, I don't know what your mental state is, so I can't actually like put that in writing, but you know what I'm saying. Um, okay. Let's see what else, what else has been boosting my mood recently? Um, I've been going for walks a lot. Oh, I got a gym membership. Who is she? Um, yeah, me, my mom, and my brother all got gym memberships at Planet Fitness, which is kind of, it's a unique place. It is a unique place. I've only been twice now. So, I mean, I can't really say I have like a full formed opinion and so far so good. I mean, I like it. It gets the job done. It has everything I could ever need. Like there's way too many things in there actually, but, um, the people in there are, they're a different breed. They really are. And it's actually kind of funny because it's like my town's, it's like in my town, right? And I've never seen any of these people in my life. Never seen a one of them. And I mean, obviously they're coming from different towns too, but it's just like, I feel like I'm in an alternate universe when I'm there. And some of the people are just, you know, it, it, okay, to be honest, and I'm not saying this to be mean, but it does make me feel better about myself in terms of, I, I at least know that the equipment I'm using, I'm doing like somewhat correctly, right? I mean, a lot of the times I'm on just like the Stairmaster, a lot of the times, bitch, you've been twice, relax. Um, I've just been on like the Stairmaster, the treadmill, and then 
like a couple of like the weight machines, right? And I, for the most part, know what I'm doing. Okay. I do. Weird flex, but I do. But there are some people who were, I think, genuinely, I think they're intentionally trying to do it as wrong as possible. And I'm not sure if it's because they're hoping someone's going to record them and it'll end up being a viral video. Um, I'm not sure what the motive could be, but I will just explain to you in detail this one scenario that I witnessed yesterday because when I was on the stair machine, it's in like the back and the stair machine is obviously like a lot higher than everything else in the in the gym. So I could see everything because I'm in the back. I'm looking out at the entire gym and I'm like literally five feet higher than anyone in there. So I happen to catch something happens to catch my eye and it happens to be this woman. She's in the corner doing some, some leg machine. I don't know how to describe it. I think it's like you, it's like you're moving your, you're in a sitting position, right? And you're moving your legs you're basically opening and closing your legs in a like seated, seated, seated position. Thank you. Words. Um, I don't know what the name of that is called. Right. But it like definitely works like your inner thighs or, or something of that nature. And so the whole point is like, it has a seat, like you're supposed to be sitting on the seat and then, and then, you know, you put your legs on these things and then you're opening and closing your legs. Right. So I see this woman doing it. And it immediately catches my eye because of the speed. Mm -hmm. Just so fast. Just so fast. And for why? And for why? Truly, I'm looking over there and I'm like, no, but what is the purpose of that? Because what? But that's not the only thing. Not only is she speed racing through this machine, she also is fully elevated from the seat. She's no part of her body is touching the seat that she's literally supposed to be sitting on. Like it is there for a reason. You're supposed to sit on the seat and then, you know, put your legs in the right place and do the machine. She was not doing that. She was fully standing over the thing that you put your legs in. So to paint a picture, she's like hunched over all the way. And it was very clear she had no fucking clue what she was supposed to do with her arms. Like, no clue. Because I think there was, like, pull, not poles. Yeah, poles that you can, like, hold onto on the side when you're sitting down the right way. But since she wasn't sitting down, she didn't know what, what she was doing with her arms. She was just, like, hunched over. Her arms were kind of dangling. And so she's fully, again, to paint this picture, she's facing the ground. Like, her head is looking straight down at the ground. And... So her whole body is in this kind of like reverse U shape, right? You see what I'm saying? And now picture that plus the immense speed at which she's going. It's just like constantly, she's constantly moving. And then she gets up and she's all red in the face because her head is literally basically dangling. So like the blood is rushing to her head and she's just like looking around. She has this, she has this bandana on her head. She was literally speed racer. She was speed racer. And I'm not one to judge. Like, I applaud anyone for being at the gym. Good for you. Good for you, right? But maybe read the pictures, maybe. I mean, if that's a good workout for her, go for it. More power to you. But it was just, it was a very interesting thing to see. And that was, that was yesterday. That was the first day I had ever been. So it was just kind of a lot for me to take in at first. But I mean... I just think that there's a lot more in store for me at Planet Fitness. There, I said it, okay? 
there could be more content coming out of Planet Fitness. So, um, imagine if I just like fully turned into like a workout and fitness podcast. That would be so dreadful. Um, I I admire people who are like fitness bloggers, fit fitness Instagram accounts, right? Because you're clearly very motivated. You clearly know what you're doing. Most of them, right? They eat healthy. A lot of them have like really good recipes, really good ideas. But I don't know how you do that. I really don't. I don't. That kind of like doesn't seem... I could never. I just could never. Okay? No one asked. But I literally could never. That is like so much responsibility. Like you could never skip the gym because you have people that want to see what you did at the gym that day. That's just like a lot of pressure. Ew, I hate that. Thinking about it kind of makes me nauseous. Um, okay, what else is going on in my life? Today was a big day because um, the COVID vaccine just got full FDA approval. And I don't know. There's a, there's just something about anti-vaxxers that gets me, gets me going, right? And I think it's just because of the sheer stupidity um, and just the gusto at which they approach it. It's honestly, in a way, it's admirable. Does that make sense? Like, it really is admirable how committed they are to the bit. And that's, I truly have to just think at this point that it is just like a bit, right? Like, you can't really think that the government's tracking you through through an FDA-approved vaccine, right? You can't think that. Or I saw something and it was it was some guy saying that the government's trying to kill us through the vaccine. And then someone else was like, if they were trying to kill us through the vaccine, that would be really stupid because they would be killing all the people that listen to them. And that's just like, you're missing the, you're missing the group that you're supposed to, that I would think you'd want to kill off, right? You'd want to kill off the rebels, not the ones that are like, oh, okay, I'll get this vaccine. Um, but yeah, bitches are crazy. Bitches be crazy. Am I right? Um, what else is happening in my life? Oh, I thought of a, I thought of a really I think my tentative schedule for right now is two episodes a week whilst I'm unemployed because of my lack of activity. (laughs) Cute. Um, And what I want to do is have one just like chit chatty episode uh, like I did today. Um, And then one episode that's like me talking about something like how I talked about my old Facebook posts or... um, what did I talk about last week? Oh, I had my list of people that scare me. So something like that. Um, so that way it'll be like one more structured episode and one episode where I have literally no structure at all. Um, that's, that's kind of what I'm feeling for the moment. Also, okay. I was going to watch Bachelor in Paradise. This is what happened to me with Katie's season of The Bachelorette. And this is what's happening to me now is I, I like got behind because I didn't want to watch it the night it was on because I fucking hate the commercials. Like you could not pay me enough to sit through the entire two hours of The Bachelor or Bachelorette or whatever and just like watch all those commercials. It is so stupid. I've always waited until the next day and then I just watch it without commercials, right? And so the same thing happened to me with Katie season. I was going to watch it the next day after like the the season premiere and then I I just never did and then I just consequently never watched the entire season right and then with paradise was like no I actually want to watch paradise because I actually like some of the people that are on it 
And I just cannot bring myself to do it. I don't know why. And usually I get FOMO and that's why I end up watching it because everyone's tweeting about it and I always see TikToks about it and I'm like, wait, I want to know who that person is. I want to know what happens. Like I need to know the tea, right? I have not felt that way. I did not feel the way about Katie's season at all. Um, and I don't know. Paradise just seems like meh. Uh, I don't know. So unfortunately it's I guess it's a no for me um but which is kind of disappointing because I I maybe and then I think the next season is Bachelorette again right and it's Michelle's season which like again no thank you thank you but no thank you you know what I'm saying not me literally laying down while podcasting honestly kind of a vibe can I stop saying the word vibe too like I'm sorry I'm trying to not be that girl, but I'm a crystal ass bitch at heart, so I can't help it. I cannot help it. Um, I think that's like all I have to say for the time being. I tried to not get like too depressy uh, on here, and so I hope I came off that way. I hope I seemed happy, go lucky, right? And fun loving. Wait, do you remember? Was it just me at my elementary school? But I remember when I learned like adjectives that I was like taught that fun loving was like a very popular and useful adjective I have never used that word since I was in like second grade I don't know what was that what was that time period of fun loving why did why did teachers like force us to say that like I remember we would do different like activities where we would have to like describe different things and use like eight adjectives or something like that and they would always give fun loving as an example and what does that even mean? It's just so weird. But I feel like, yes. I also feel like fun loving question mark. Yes. So I don't know where that leaves me. I guess that just leaves me laying in my bed pondering fun loving. So basically exactly what you would imagine, actually. Um, I think that's that's that for this episode. But you guys need to stay tuned because at the end of the week, I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be going through and judging some very disgusting tinder bios and i just think that might be what the world needs at this moment in time not to be presumptuous and make it all about myself but yes i i do believe that um so all right i will see you guys next time thanks for listening bye